Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me, what I do and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. This podcast series is all about how to help yourself. We are bombarded with messages telling us how we should be and what we should do when actually we already have the answers. It's just about giving ourselves some space and time to think and then decide what is next for us, for the best of us, that serves us. Today, I want to focus on who you are and what you stand for. So today, we're going to talk about being a role model. So my question to you is, Are you, and do you want to be, a good role model? Let me give you a bit of context. When I was younger, I wanted to be like my dad. He was, and still is, a force to be reckoned with. I admired his drive and passion for life. The fact that he'd want to make things happen, no matter what the obstacles or challenges were, and I found that fascinating, amazing, and inspiring. Then I became a mum. It was at that point that I truly understood what my mum had done for me and she still does for us. I didn't have to aspire to be like her because the way she'd raised us meant that I was already like her. I'd already picked up from her what it meant to be a mum and what I knew that that would look like and sound like. What I'm trying to say is I aspire to take all the good things from my parents and learn from their experiences to be the best I can be so that I can be a good role model to my children. One pretty obvious thing is that if I'm going to be a good role model to my children, for me, it takes more than words. I want to actively show my children through my actions. So for me, being a good role model is all about truly acting and speaking in a way in which you'd be proud of people following your lead. It's that setting a good example. 
there is the other side. There is the side of seeing someone and saying, those are the qualities and attributes. Actually, I have no desire to have myself. I have no desire to mimic, take on, develop. And so we can look at people as role models and not just see them in the light of wanting to aspire to be like them, but also actively saying, that's how I don't want to act. So role models, what do I actually mean is for me? It's all very well wanting to be the best for your kids, encouraging them to follow their dreams, which is something that I do and that I truly believe in. But supporting them through the ups and downs is what's really important. If you're not doing what you said you do, but yet you're encouraging them to do something, that what message are you really sending? It's like I said before, your actions and words must be the same. Otherwise, aren't your words meaningless? For me, this started by leaving my corporate career of 17 years and deciding what I really wanted to do in life. So much more has happened since, but that's a story for another day. So what I'm trying to tell you is, and what I'm trying to convey is, that especially as busy working mums, we obviously want the best for our children. We want them to be the best they can be. But if we are not doing what we're telling them to do, then what are we really telling them at all? We can't expect them to follow our lead if actually we're not leading to start with. We need to actively be showing them what it's like in life to do all the things we want them to do. So let me give you some top tips. My first one, as I've probably mentioned a few times already, is to lead by example. And this one to me is very important. And yet at the same time, it's so simple. And if I haven't made it obvious already, it's just thinking about how can we expect anyone to take us seriously, especially our children, if we're not following our own advice? Why should we expect anyone to do what we say if we're not doing it ourselves? I mean, would you? I believe quite strongly in leading by example, as I've said a couple of times already. It's about not just talking and being a lot of hot air, but actually getting on with it and doing it. So simple, yet we usually say one thing and yet do something completely different. So do you lead by example? Is this something that you want to do for your children, for those people around you, for those individuals who you are actively encouraging to go out there and experience the world? My second tip would be, do what you said you do. Again, really simple to do. And yet, how many of us actually do it? For me, doing what you said you do is actually all about building trust. 
how can we expect anyone to trust us if we don't do what we say we do? Just imagine how much better the world would be if everyone just did what they said they'd do. And it's all about managing expectations, especially when it comes to our children. I know my children take what I say literally. And why shouldn't they? If I was to regularly go against what I said, said or not, then they'd see through what I'd said as not being true. And then why would I be surprised if they no longer believed me and so distrusted the words that I was saying? And that's what it's all about. It's about, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Because when you promise something to someone, and it might not even be an actual promise, and then you don't follow through, what is that actually doing to the other person? What is that actually doing as far as what that other person thinks of you? And also, it's about being good to your word as well. So if you can't deliver on something, then it's okay to not promise it in the first place. My third tip would be, be honest. Again, this reiterates the first two points really, because it's not just in the words that we use, but also being able to admit when we've made a mistake or done something wrong. After all, we are only human, not superhuman, and we do make mistakes, which isn't necessarily a bad thing either. It also takes courage to admit when a mistake has happened. And people will respect you a lot more if you can admit it. And it is difficult because nobody likes to make a mistake. But when you hold your hands up and say, I've made a mistake, you admit it, you own it. With that comes so much more. And especially when it comes to our children, because our children see us as these, these beings who make no mistakes. And actually, that's not realistic because they're looking at us thinking, wow, there goes my parents, my grown-ups. They never make mistakes. Well, to be like them, and I aspire to be like my parents, I should never make a mistake either. So think of it from their point of view. And is this true? We make mistakes all the time. We don't necessarily go around shouting about it, but it's something that makes us human. And also it's a great learning opportunity. It's, a, it's an awesome moment to see how we can do things better and how we can improve for the next time. And such an awesome, an awesome technique, an awesome thing to model, for our children to model. My fourth tip would be, do your best. Do your best sounds really simple. The most we expect of anyone is that they'll do their best knowing that this will differ depending on how they're feeling on that day. Just think of all the things that would be 
accomplished, things that would be done, things that would be completed if we just did our best. And it's about being realistic in that, in that expectation. Let me give you an example. On the days where I might have had disrupted night's sleep because either my son has had a nightmare or my daughter has got up in the middle of the night and she's struggling to get back to sleep. Now, when I wake up that morning, having had a disrupted night's sleep, I'm obviously not feeling my best compared to a night where I have had a really good night's sleep. And so I wouldn't expect the same level of performance, let's say, between the two days. But what I would expect from myself is that I would do the best I can, bearing in mind how I'm feeling. And again, that's all I want for my children. I want them to be able to look themselves in the mirror, just like I do, and know that I've done my best within my capabilities and within how I'm feeling. And that's a great quality to have as far as being a role model is concerned. Your best is good enough. You can't give any more than your best. It's not possible. You can't give 150%. You can give 100% depending on how you are feeling in that day, whether you've had a good night's sleep, whether you feel nourished, whether you feel happy or maybe a little bit subdued. All it takes is doing your best. And then finally, and this one is so important and a quality that, especially when it comes to my children, I want them to fully embrace. And that is be kind to yourself. Everything we do starts with ourselves, which also means being kind to ourselves. We know life can be hectic and life throws us curveballs. Life sometimes just doesn't work out how we expected it to. But being kind to ourselves makes those bumps and knocks easier to manage. If everyone was kind, life would be a lot nicer. And it's really important to be self-aware of how we treat ourselves and what kindness to ourselves looks like. Because our children are watching us. They are listening to us and they can see and hear the way we treat ourselves, we talk to ourselves. So just remember that you do have little people around you who eventually turn into teenagers and adults who will take what they've seen and what they've heard and assume that's how it should be. And I know when it comes to being kind to myself, it does take a little bit more effort. And I do need to be more aware and more mindful of 
the things I say to myself and the way I look after myself. But that's because I want to be a good role model, especially to my children. I want them to grow up with all those qualities and attributes and ways that will make them the best they can be so that they can go out and really enjoy life. So for me, being a good role model is quite simple. It's about leading by example, doing what you said you'd do, being honest, doing your best, and finally, being kind to yourself. It's making a choice about how we behave, how we respond, how we choose to act. I'd be interested to know, who's your role model? What is it about them that you aspire to be like? What qualities do they have that you admire? How are they with people? How do they behave that inspires you, motivates you? Drop me a comment get in touch. I'd love to hear what you think. Are you being a good role model? Thanks for listening. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, www.mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. Take care.